What's good, U of M? It's your boy, Professor Brendan, here with Professor Tino. What's goody? Tino, what's your opinion on mugs? I'm trying to formulate an opinion on mugs. Um, My opinion is I hate them. I want to hear more. So I already don't drink tea or coffee or any really warm drinks I don't appreciate. So we got off to a rough start in the relationship off the bat. But in my house, mm-hmm. we have one shelf of all the cups we ever own, but two shelves of all the mugs we ever own. And it's a problem because no one drinks that much hot liquid. So we just have all <laughs> these mugs that we don't even use and they take up space. It's sometimes hard to close the cupboards with how many mugs we have. Also, mugs take up more space in the dishwasher than cups. So it's very That's frustrating fun. having to MacGyver my, all my cups into the <laughs> dishwasher when there's a bunch of mug handles sticking out of the usual cup spots. Also, so I went on a rant about mugs right. to my friends. It was about three weeks before my birthday. Just how I hate. Like I, it, we were sitting on the bonfire, and I just said, "Like, you know what? I realize I hate mugs, screw mugs, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Ranted, ranted, and three weeks later, it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. My I I ranted to my girlfriend Quinn and my best friend Matt. Yeah. So I'm now sitting with them outside, you know, on my birthday because I, I couldn't really have a party with COVID. And my girlfriend gives me my gift, my birthday gift. I open up and it's a mug oh, that says goodness. best I'm so exact. And she's like, Aww. I bought you this before you went on that rant. <laughs> but you know what? I think I loved it even more because I went on that rant. And <laughs> but it also made me realize another thing I hate about mugs is they're such a cop out gift. <laughs> like like, oh I this mug of a cat reminded me of you because you like cats and you're like, Yeah, I do like cats. I kind of already have enough mugs. But I honestly do love the mug. It's the only mug I ever own now that Aww. I personally own and I keep it on my desk. I've never used it because I don't use mugs, but it's a very nice gift. That's fair. You could use it for pens, like you see that thing over there. Right, exactly. That pen. too. Yeah. I th- I actually think it has more value because I, there's now a funny story behind it where I ranted and yeah, s- said all these ridiculous things about how I hate mugs, and I end up getting one. Okay, so I don't think I have an opinion on mugs. I'm so sorry. Do you have an opinion um, on sourpuss? On sourpuss? It's actually kind of nice. You like it? Yeah. So I, know, I don't hate it. Mm, I thought I did. And oh, yeah? This past weekend, uh did a college trip with my best friend, right. and uh, we thought... You know what? We haven't drank sourpuss in a long time. Let's drink a whole two six of sourpuss and see what happens. That's a good idea. I only drank half of it because it was just so nasty. It's just so <laughs> syrupy. It it literally tastes like you're drinking snow cone syrup, just straight. And I honestly burned. Like, ugh. Like, I probably could drink, like, whiskey straight fine, but not sourpuss. It, it is. Yeah, it is very. You, you describe it very well. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like, syrupy. strong. But, yeah. oh, my God, just terrible. So, worst decision I ever, worst purchase I ever made. Uh, Matt only had, like, a small bib and just, like, tossed it so yes well speaking of um <coughs> drinking a lot you know so last time look a couple episodes ago we talked mm-hmm. about how kanye is not okay sure uh yep. you know so i've been listening to you know that drake song um what is it life is good or something like that uh yeah is it with future yeah it is yeah. okay so working on the weekends like usual right i that song really just defines how much i don't relate to rap music so much. Okay. <laughs> First well, it's, point. It's all those memes, me listening to <laughs> gangster rap on my nine to five. <laughs> on my way to my nine to five. That's literally that's me yeah. so much. So like there's that one line he's like, um, hundred thousand dollars on 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 his ring. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had a ring. 
never had yeah, a ring. Like I rap it and I'll listen to it. I'm like vibing with it, but I'm like, never had a ring. Never yeah, had a ring that's, that's worth a hundred thousand dollars. That's that's very true. I think that's why I feel like we almost uh, like the rap songs that are more relatable. So like, I think of. Um, I kind of think of the song Good Life by Kanye West mm-hmm. because, like, it doesn't really specify, like, I'm so rich. It's just like, hey, I'm living the good life. And it's like sometimes, you know, your good life could just even be like, I got a good mark on test and now I'm living yeah. a good life. So That's true. I think, yeah, we gravitate more to rap songs like that. But you're definitely right. Another thing, another thing from that song mm-hmm. is Drake says, I haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Can you rap about that? Is that what, something you should was do? Was it Takashi Six Nine in jail, like <laughs> snitching, like write that down, write that down? <laughs> he didn't do his taxes. Could like, you laugh about that? I mean, it's, yeah. I don't know. Like he says, it, he says it with his chest too. You know, like I, I think mean, it's pretty admissible in court. <laughs> I don't know. Like he, hmm, it has me concerned. I feel like all. he's lying too. There's no way he hasn't done his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you think the government's deaf? Like especially the Canadian government's like, yo, <laughs> get this man, right? So I like, feel like he has. Done his taxes. Do you think? And is he just lying to young children? I think it's this. I think he doesn't do his taxes, but this he has a million accountants. That's of course, true. there's people doing his taxes yeah, for him. I think true. that's actually it's funny because that's probably the most relatable line in that song because there probably are people like I don't know how to do my taxes. I'm not too turned up. I just simply do, do not know how to do my taxes. Anyways, that's what I've been thinking about. Yeah, that's good. Um, it actually leads well. So like, I'll kind of give an insight. The song mm. of the week is by Post Malone, and right. I think. Part of the reason people like Post Malone is because he's slightly more relatable um, with his songs. Um, it's not really gangster rap. It's what's well, a white person, and you know, like, <laughs> like let's get real. Like a lot of white people listen to rap, and so like mm. it's kind of like Eminem too. Like it was That's more relatable in that sense because they're <laughs> growing up. Like he just, he's just a kid from Texas. He didn't uh, grow up in Compton, so it's more relatable in that sense. What? Uh, hmm, two points there. Like the mm-hmm. first one, what's that one song? That, is it Rockstar where he's talking about how he's popped pills? and? Yeah, um, but that's that's because 21 Savage is it. So that doesn't <laughs> count. <laughs> and then like Eminem, Eminem is such an interesting case study. Because yeah. like he popped up in like the late 90s and he was rapping about yeah. like beating his wife and beating his mother. And like everyone was like, hmm. Yeah, I feel like we That's could good. we could have a whole podcast episode on Eminem, <laughs> probably. Um, uh, but yeah, like okay, I'll give the example of Post Malone's song "Stay." It's just like it sounds like kind of like just a bad breakup, or like you know, I I can't stay in this relationship anymore. Like that's pretty, that's pretty relatable in yeah. a rap sense. And I don't know, I guess Drake does that too, though. Like there's you know the song, um, I think it's uh, take. Hit. No, it's not take it. Oh, it doesn't matter. Like so, yeah. Drake has some sad boy hour songs that like we all love because it's relatable. But yeah, you That's bring right. up a good point about just rap, rap in general. Songs in general, yeah. Do you have a flex? I know last week your flex was like that. You could deadlift three fifteen. Do you have a? Oh, do, man, you have do I have another flex? Yeah. Man, I'm gonna sound like such a dick on this podcast just talking about all the things that. Oh, we, everyone oh. has flaws too. I think. Not me though. I'm I'm pretty. pretty oh, great. so you didn't want to sound like a dick, but then you <laughs> said I don't have one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm I'll go kidding. first. I'll riff for go a ahead. bit so you can think of one. Um, I can juggle beanbags. Uh, really? Yeah. So I, uh, it was in first year. I had a microbial midterm the next day, and I thought like, man, this is boring. Like, YouTube wormhole. I came across videos like learn how to juggle, and it taught me. And I practiced, and after about an hour, I got pretty good at it, and uh, was able to do like um, whatever ten throws in succession and uh-huh. I've never lost that ability and when I go when I ref for flag football and touch football 
we set down like the line of scrimmage, the rush, uh, where the rusher can line up, and the first down marker with beanbags. So mm-hmm. there's three beanbags. So just in between plays, I get I juggle them, and <laughs> it's beautiful. Do you wanna do that on camera, and then we'll put it on the Instagram? yeah, yeah. I have a video of me in do first you. year as a little kid just doing it, but I I can definitely make another one. Make another one. Make it make it nice, and then we'll put it on the Instagram. I'll put it on TikTok, yeah. and then we can <laughs> link the TikTok. Do it. Uh, do it. Um, do I have a flex? I couldn't think of one. Um, hmm. What's my flex? You worked at Mini U. That's kind of a flex, in my opinion. That is a flex. It was yeah. fun. It was fun working at Mini U, actually. Yeah, and just spending this. Yeah, no, that was that was a very good summer. Just spending the summer, like hanging out with kids, and it was such a I wouldn't say easy job, but it was very. It wasn't a stressful job. Yeah, which camp nice. counseling seems fun. Oh, yeah. it's so much fun. So much fun. I the best part is why well, I guess I'm not allowed to talk about that on recorded media, but that's fine. Um. Moving on. What, the drinking, I guess? Oh, absolutely, the drinking. That's uh, the, is 100%, that what 100% the drinking. Yeah. After yeah. hours, though. <laughs> yes, definitely after yeah, hours. I actually, um, I applied to be a new counselor oh, when really? I was in high school, though. Oh. I didn't realize you had to be in university. Uh, so I was coming into first year, and they just threw out my application right oh, away. No. But I didn't know that um, because I went to Mini U as a kid lots, and I loved it. Um, so yeah. I wanted to kind of, you know, give back in that sense and make yeah. sure other kids had great mini U experiences. But yeah, because I didn't uh, get that job, I ended up throwing my resume around to a bunch of places and yeah. Costco <laughs> called, came calling and I worked there for three years. Yeah. So because I got a job at Costco the next summer when I was in university, yeah. I didn't apply. And you know, I, uh, Costco is a pretty good employer. I've heard. Yeah. Very. Cause they always, your starting pay is, um, a dollar over minimum wage for sure, and then nice. you get a raise for the hours you work. That's I believe awesome. the first one, it's like for every eight hundred hours you get a raise. Wow. So, and also it's actually really good for full time staff too because it's like it's like eighty k a year, and you get a bunch of like health Jeez. and dental benefits and um, you know vacation time. So it is actually a really good place to work. Huh. But uh, yeah, I still wish I could have had that mini U experience versus a Costco. <laughs> Costco summers <laughs> were pretty. Yeah. Boring, yeah. Oh man. But it was a great job for a student though because I only uh worked they, they would only schedule you on the weekends. They it was actually a rule that you couldn't work weekdays even oh. basically even if you didn't have class on that day, they didn't want you working really? on the weekdays. Okay. So I would only get Saturday or Sunday shifts and sometimes Friday sometimes Friday night shifts. So it was really good and it was really um helpful and you know Really? saving up that bank account you know really working on the weekend like usual yeah <laughs> yeah those were the boring days of university where it just be study hard and that's why i'm glad i got involved in st paul's college because yeah. then i was a I, I broke free from just that you know five days a week studying yeah. two days a week working um no friends uh to well i was uh, you know i quit my job at costco so i'm like yeah i actually have friends now i'm actually involved with i'm like vice stick of st paul's i'll soon to be senior stick like i want to break out from this nice. um Tina, what do you think the COVID restrictions should be? Oh, so right, yeah, we're okay. seeing like, you know, we start Manitoba and all that, but what do you think the rules should be in Manitoba? You know, considering, okay, so I think it's a bit of a different situation with how cases have been increasing. I think I saw yesterday that there were 29 mm-hmm. new cases yeah, and 23 were in Winnipeg. Yep. I feel... I feel that they should be stricter enforcement, mm-hmm. right? And what I mean by that is, so I recently got a freezer and I'm trying to freeze food so that I don't have to go grocery shopping okay, as often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went to Costco and literally no one was social, like was distancing themselves. So I, I just, 
I feel I feel that the rules that they have in place right now are pretty good as long as people actually follow them. Yeah. Then we should be fine. Mm-hmm. If people just distance themselves like they're supposed to, then we'll we'll be able to continue having things open and you know mm-hmm. somewhat of normalcy. But it'll be bad if like we don't listen and then we have to shut everything down again. Right. It's very counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think? I think. Um, so I asked this because the city's finally opening up libraries and mm, okay. that was, you know, half my family like hated that. And I thought I actually like it. I think everything should be open with restrictions. I think I don't like the fact that uh, only some places require masks and some don't. Mm-hmm. Actually, Blake Wheeler tweeted out at Brian Pallister, like make masks mandatory for everyone. And I completely agree. You know, I actually had that thought a while ago. Just if everyone require everyone to wear masks anytime they go into a building, no matter what. And always yeah. have a maximum capacity on the building, whatever, if you have it at Walmart. And you, I, it's hard to enforce every single person. Like, we don't have that many people to enforce everyone. Yeah. But leave it up to the people. Make sure that they're wearing masks. And, you know, you have all the stuff, the stickers on the ground, and you just hope that people do their best, that people follow those yeah. rules. And I think, like, it becomes a social um, thing, uh, I'm trying to think social enforcement it's yeah. it's there's not a police officer watching every single person but if someone's walking down the aisle the wrong way it's for people that are walking down the right way being like hey buddy mm. no yeah. don't do this don't be selfish yeah. and and it becomes it becomes a new social norm to follow these rules so yeah everything open with masks and maximum capacities i think is the way to go i yeah no totally agree do you think is there a reason why they haven't made masks mandatory I, yeah, that's a good question. No yeah. idea. Uh, yeah. They obvi- they really should. They really should. I think so too. I think so too. I mean, like we're we're like wearing masks. And, and you might say like, oh, if you forget your mask, well, if I think more people forget their masks because they don't know if the place they're going to requires a mask or not. I'll give yeah. an example. On Friday, mm-hmm. I was going to LC, and I usually always have a mask in my car, but for some reason, I guess I took it out by accident, and mm-hmm. I didn't have a mask. Like, I forgot my mask. So luckily they were able to give me one. Nice. I don't think they should have. I think I think if they should have forced me to go home, I would have been fine with it. But it's because we don't know what needs a mask and what doesn't. Yeah. Like I know Superstore needs a mask, so I'll never forget it when I'm going to Superstore. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the other places. So if you just blanket everything needs a mask, then no one would forget their mask. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, I have a life theory that I want to uh, okay. kind of get your opinion on. Fun. So I think life is a roller coaster. And, you know, there's times that you're high in your life and there's times that you're low in your life mm. but like a roller coaster you always end up at back at the station so right. i think what i mean by that is you always end up net neutral mm-hmm. so if you have whatever a really bad day somewhere along the line there's gonna be a really good an equally just as good day yeah. and uh you can kind of almost even think of it of as think of it as a graph mm-hmm. you start at the station you know whatever you're you're slightly up and so mm-hmm. you'll be slightly down in the future. Basically, whatever it is, it ends up back at zero yep. um, at the end of your life. So, um, and the reason people might think, well, no, I have more low parts in my life than high parts. And this theory encompasses that because when does a roller coaster move the fastest? It moves the fastest when it has energy, when it's up high. So the mm-hmm. f- good times seem to go by the fastest because the roller coaster is moving the fastest while the bad times seem to linger or be more because you're going slower yeah. the roller coaster goes slower at the low points mm-hmm. and so uh, but basically what i'm saying is no matter what everyone end up ends up equal in terms of like happiness or like sadness like all all emotions and all all good positive things in life and all negative things in life end back up yeah to be equal out in the end that's yeah no that's absolutely correct 
Uh, it's funny that you set it up that way and you 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 used the roller coaster as mm-hmm. an example. That's an actual thing, by the way. It's called the hedonic treadmill, and I had to look it up. Oh, you looked. Oh, that's what you. I thought you were just ignoring me. On no, your no, there. no, no, no. <laughs> um, it's called the hedonic treadmill, and. Oh. Basically, the way that it works, the theory is that human beings will always go back to a stable point, like right. you were saying. So, like, no matter what you do, you can go up in happiness. Yeah. But after a certain amount of time, you're going to go back yeah, to that stable you have level. Yeah, you to equal you, out. Yeah, so, yeah, no, absolutely correct. Absolutely it, does correct. Does it talk about individual – Is does that theory say individual people or does it say just humanity and – I think it's like four individual people. Yeah, I'll just good. show you the graph. See, as well. I'm c- that's exactly yeah, that's yeah. basically exactly what I was thinking. I'm kind of mad that you showed me that because here <laughs> I am thinking like I thought of this on my own. Uh, no, I'm I've sorry. never heard of that though. So yeah. that's yeah, basically that's exactly what it is. I think it's a really good theory, and you know, I and I I feel like I've definitely experienced it. Where yeah, I'll give the example. I had a really good grade seven, best mm. year of my life, and then grade eight was pretty crappy for me because I moved to London and yeah, it was. But so but like. To keep my head up, what I did is like, well, I had a really good grade seven. Yeah, I should expect like my grade eight to be bad, and you know, I'll get through it. I'll be back at net neutral, and we'll see what happens from there. So, it's a way to not, you know, get really super down in the dumps when you're at the low points. A high point's coming. Mm. Uh, just mm. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, Tino. Um, so this is something Matt posed to me. He said his girlfriend said that um, she f- would feel like a failure if she didn't live on. River, I believe it's called River Avenue or River Run. It's it's basically this really nice and secluded neighborhood along the Red River mm. uh, near St. Vital. She So she said, I would feel like a failure if I don't live there at right. some point in my life. And he asked me, is there something like that for you? Like, would you feel like a failure if you didn't own a house in Linden Woods? And I said, no. I think the only... I feel like a failure is if I didn't make more money than my dad. I think that's <laughs> the goal. It's always strive for better in the Scott household. Is there something like that for you? Like, what... Would you do you need to do to not feel like a failure? Oh, um, I think for me, yeah, it, my kind of thought process is around what you're saying as mm-hmm. well. Uh, making sure that first of all that I do better than my parents, and yeah. making sure that my children do better than me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I would, I'd feel like a failure if I get to a point where I can't provide. Uh, for my children to the level that my parents have provided for me. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, here I am. I think I've talked about this before. Chilling, seated in Winnipeg, doing a podcast, mm-hmm. vibing. And I feel like, and, you know, I'm just I'm just a little boy from Africa. So, yeah, yeah I feel like I want to be able to be, I want to be, I want to provide for my children to the level that my parents have provided for me. Yeah. And I feel like if I'm not able to do that, then I'd feel like a failure. Yeah, I'm a... I guess I don't want to alienate people who aren't going to do better than their parents. You know, everyone mm-hmm. everyone has their own things. And just because you don't make more money than parents doesn't mean you work worse than your parents or whatever. Like, you obviously have different qualities in life that they yeah. don't have. I'll just give the example. Um, my dad was senior stick, so what I did to outdo him was I was also senior stick, but now I also did Amsu. There you go. Um, there you go. But uh, actually, another kind of silly, I'm a failure if. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a failure if I don't own a wake surfing uh, boat when I'm older. Oh yeah, that's that's my dream in life. That's what that's what motivates me in life is just seeing those boats. I'm like, I want to own one one day. I don't really? care. I, that's if I don't own one, I've I've not succeeded in life. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you do own a boat, then I'm gonna come hang out with you. It has to be a wake surfing boat. A I could wake surfing I could buy a boat right now. Yeah. Be crappy, but I want a wake surfing boat. Um, that's a target, right? Did you have 
Oh, we didn't even get into Amsu news. I don't have oh. any, but you do probably. I do. Yeah. Oh, no. so sorry. Twenty minutes into this episode, we're finally getting around to Amsu news. <laughs> That's so good. Uh yeah. No, in terms of what's going on at Amsu, look out for Amsu does that programming next week. Uh, we've got business managers doing videos. We've got Leandra, who's our guest today, doing a video as well from the service center. After that, we've got Mental Health Month. We are coordinating with a bunch of stakeholders on campus. So we're talking to the Indigenous Center. We're also talking to the Health and Wellness Office. Uh, so it should be good. Look out for that programming and make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Jeez. Of course, yeah. Absolutely. It's very important. But besides that, I don't really have anything else in terms mm-hmm. of Amsterdam News. Do you have uh, what's on your mind or was the con or the rap thing? What's the rap thing was was really on my mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mine actually kind of, my what's on your mind kind of goes hand in hand with the failure if thing is, yeah. should you, do you subscribe to the notion that you should feel m- like you have more in life or more accomplished in life the older you get? Hmm. That's. Like if you think back to first year Tino, do you think you are uh, a better person or a more accomplished person or more, like you have more in your life? Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I mean, I was a clueless kid when I first got here. And now, I mean, not, not to flex or anything, but the facts are the facts. And, you know, I'm an AMSU exec right now. And, um, you know, I have a full-time job and the responsibility that way. Um, you know, I'm in my third year of university now, and I feel that school is going well. So Right. So, yeah. like, when you're not an AMSU, though, <coughs> wouldn't, wouldn't, would the theory come back to bite you because you'd be you have less or do you see it as like okay but yeah like how do you build off that then if we were constantly trying to strive for better each year i think it's a matter of for me progress is a matter of my mentality um i think my mentality has changed from wanting to make a lot of money in first year and like oh let's do things that will make it so that i make the most amount of money to i want to you know, it it goes back to the thing that I say at the end of the podcast. Don't forget to spread good vibes because it's about making sure that I'm in a positive headspace and broadcasting that outwards. And I feel like I do a good job of that. So, you know, I, f- I, feel, I feel very happy with myself. So I guess you can always, yeah. f- like, what I was thinking is maybe you're not part of, like, maybe you lose your job and you think, mm-hmm. like, oh, this year's worse than last year because... I now don't have that job or whatever you lose a significant other. Mm-hmm. I guess what you can always come back to is that you're wiser now because of that. So you're a better person than you have before because you're wiser. You went through that experience. And, you know, if you're in school, you probably have more credit hours under your belt. You know, you're always progressing. So That's true. I guess That's what true. made me think of this was just like, oh, if I didn't have a girlfriend right now, would I feel less accomplished than I felt like a year ago when I did? Mm. And I think then my answer was, well, I of course, will I be wiser for it? And I would have more knowledge. And while I might have less in my life, I have more internally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I think it's important to focus on what it is that you've gained from the experiences right. you've had. Mm-hmm. And they might be bad experiences. Like you said, you might go through a pretty bad breakup, but it's like, what did I learn from the relationship? Yeah. And mentality. It's all about mentality. So I feel like this whole podcast has already been the segment, let me pose a question, but the actual Mm. segment, let me pose a question, question today is, how many people do you think have had a crush on you that you never knew about? Oh man, not that many. (laughs) Yeah, I feel (laughs) like you, you, well, the boarding school you went to, was it all boys? No, it was, it was actually like 
coed. Okay, uh, yeah. But so you don't think that there was any girls in there that had a crush uh, on you that you just never knew about? Not a whole lot. I don't know. I wasn't like I wasn't Mister Goal Girls <laughs> in high school. So no, I don't think so. Probably maybe like maybe three. Three. I, say three. I, I was gonna say two in my lifetime oh, because yeah. I. I feel like you normally do know about them. You just hear through word of mouth, especially in elementary school and That's middle true. school. Um, but I feel uh, maybe maybe a bit bad because like my high school is pretty. The high school I went to before St. Paul's yeah. High School was like 500 students in the grade. So you, there could have been girls that I just never talked to who did. But maybe I'm tooting my own horn a bit. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty ugly looking in high school. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, no. I feel like I've definitely had a better upturn with women in, right. in university i have like somewhat follow-up question that relates to it is how yeah. many people do you think on campus mm. have thought you were cute but like never like you never knew kind of thing like i'll give the example like i think in my whole university experience there's been like maybe three to four girls were like yeah, yeah ugh, th- this girl in my class is so cute and i've never said a word to her you know sound the opposite side of it. like it was just like a passing thought like wow that person's cute yeah I th- I think quite a few honestly, yeah. um, just because our faces are everywhere to begin with, so like yeah, but no one's on campus to see them. That's true. Sad. Okay, let's take the whole running in the election out of it. Just just from your, you know, from I your classes specifically. I'd like to say quite a few honestly. Okay. I think I'm a cutie. You know, I'm I think I'm fun to look at. I might be wrong. Email us right. if I'm wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I I'm think just gonna email or. Account from an all be like, Tino, you ugly. <laughs> quite a few. How many do you think? Hmm, I gotta say, ah, like I think only two. If only I'm talking two, classes really? specifically, like not counting like rant, like people just scrolling through Instagram and randomly seeing me. Like if we're yeah. talking classes only, I'm gonna say two. Really? Yeah. I know bio classes are just like full of girls though. So yeah, I know, but you gotta think like they're also full of guys that they're yeah. well, actually they're not. You know, not a whole lot. Science, science is seventy percent girls and thirty mm. percent boys. You know, that's yeah. why that's why I came to the U of M to, and took really? science. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know that stat. That was a, that was a stat I found out after, but I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. All right, red flag game. Ooh. Um. They're your soulmate. Everything they're all good, mm-hmm. but they don't like sex. They never want to have sex with you. That's uh, that's a deal breaker for me. I would agree. That's I don't think there's any scenario where <laughs> I could just not have <laughs> sex with my girlfriend or wife. Um, uh, I actually posed a, a a situation to Matt. This was a year ago. We got into a big argument. I said like, "You are married to your celebrity crush." So for mm-hmm. him, it's Selena Gomez. I said, "You are married to Selena Gomez." It's also, Selena you, Gomez for him. It, I think it's for everyone, man. I swear, Selena Gomez is the goat. Um, it, you're married uh-huh. to Selena Gomez. You have access to all her wealth. She loves you very much. Uh, she, you're allowed to do whatever you want. Like she'll never divorce you. Like mm. you are happy with her. Like things are great. You guys are compatible. I don't think that's that would ever actually be serious. Like she's definitely not yeah. compatible with her. But you are compatible. But you can never have sex with her. Do you take that marriage? And that's I said yes to that. I, I think that's yes. the one scenario that I would be okay with not having, uh, being able to have sex with my wife or girlfriend is if it was if I was married to Selena Gomez, she let me like use all her riches and party up and live it up with her and have a great time with her. I never have to work again. I think that's the one. That's the one scenario. Are you allowed to like partake in extramarital activities? Are you allowed to cheat? No, you like. Think about it, it's like your life would be like as if you didn't have a girlfriend, mm. but but you can't go out and pursue other people. I mean, at the end of the day, you can still say like you're like think about all the people you could flex on. I am married to Selena Gomez, Ugh, and they wouldn't know that her. you're not you know 
sexually with her, but you are you are able to kiss her, whatever. Like you're able to have a marriage just without the sex. I think that's the one scenario that I would be able to take that off. Yeah. Of. Fair. I I don't know. I don't think I could do it. You still don't think you could do it? Wow. No, I don't think so. Damn, that's surprising. Mm. I I I guess I'm on an island on my own here. <laughs> probably. Probably. <sighs> I just think like, like oh my god, I don't know. I would take a, I would. If someone offered me a hundred million dollars to never have sex again, I would take it. Ever? Yeah. Oof. I don't know. Hundred million is quite a bit, though. Hmm. You don't think? Well, what's Selena Gomez worth? Like, I was trying to say, like, she's like that rich. Selena Gomez net worth? I don't know. Okay, but yeah, would you take a hundred million dollars? Hmm. She's worth seventy-five million. So yeah. Ooh. I don't know. I don't think I would. Wow. I don't know. Would you do it for Jeff Bezos' money? <sighs> Jeff Bezos' money. To is me, just if I had a hundred million, there would be no difference to having Jeff That's Bezos' true. money. Yeah, I would at just some be point, it's not. It's not different. At it's all. not different to yeah. me. In me personally, that cutoffs yeah. a hundred million. Did you know? Apparently, like the cutoff to be happy and comfortable and and good is like seventy grand or something like that. A year. A year. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I could be happy off forty grand a year. Probably, I mean, like honestly, yeah, definitely. Isn't that crazy? To me, it's all about friends. Like the my joy in life is laughing. So and friends help me do that. So I don't. Money just helps me get to positions where I can hang out with friends more and not have to worry about living. That's that's what it is. (laughs) That actually kind of leads into um. That kind of leads into my would you rather. It's like, Mm. would you rather never have to eat or never have to sleep again? Not saying that you don't eat anymore. You could eat, but you don't have to. You never, you you don't have to buy groceries to survive or sleep. Mm. You can still sleep, but you don't feel tired. Like you don't have to sleep. It's kind of like which basic human function or human need would you give up? That's a good question. That relates back to the whole. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. Mm. Do you do you have like a stance on that or do, do I have a stance? No, yeah. I didn't actually think about it. Really? I uh, I just made this up though. right before we came in the booth. That's a good question. Well, though. actually, because question. it was actually supposed to be a um. Let me pose a question. Of, it was supposed to be which human basic human need would you give up? Right. If you could give up one, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, breathing, because I could just like <laughs> go swimming and like. It's fair. I could be like the best diver ever, or I could be like the best swimmer ever, and never have to go up for air and whatnot. Hmm. But uh, yeah. But then I thought, like, okay, between those two, which ones? So if you don't have to sleep, mm-hmm. you'd probably end up spending a lot more on, like, food and stuff, right? Because you have to eat, right? Right. But you could still sleep your whatever, eight hours a day. The difference being you, you don't, don't have, have to. to. So you could be like, oh, I need to pull on all nighter. And you do, and you wouldn't feel tired. It's like, oh, I didn't need sleep. I think I'd take that one really? with my life right now. Mm-hmm. I think I'd take that one, yeah. I'm going to go with eating. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, I just save a lot of money on, like, I went, uh, basically the only time I'd be spending on money on food is when, you know, I actually want to taste, like, junk food, though. I want to go out with friends. Yeah. I wouldn't have to, you know, make a breakfast or a lunch anymore. I'd be completely fine. Yeah. That's a good question, That though. is a good one, That's though. That's a right? very good one, yeah. I don't think there's That's a right a answer. It yeah, is probably I, not I, right. I kind of side with the food because you save money. Yeah. Yeah, if you didn't sleep, you'd probably spend more money because you'd be more active. Exactly, but yeah. Yeah. maybe you want to be more active. Maybe you want to live more of your life. It's true. Spend more time acquiring knowledge. Does, and all those good does never having to breathe again in, intrigue you at all? Uh, not so much, no. I think you could make money from it. That's where I stand on. Like, I would like it because I true. could make a lot of money. Because, like, I could be that. 
that'd be so cool to be like i'd be i could go do shows and be like watch this man like not breathe for 10 minutes in a tank oh, and it'd be nothing to me but people would be like N- he just 10 minutes yeah. without breathing you could be like a magician and you do those escape type things yeah oh yeah exactly you, you um a profession yeah and just like um yeah i could just be a really good swimmer yeah uh maybe if i trained i could be better than michael phelps because he has to come up for air and i don't Honestly, I said sleep, but like I have to think about it some more. Yeah, no, yeah. we'll bring it back next episode. We, we should. We must. Okay, um, recommend the movie. Ooh, okay. So I really like biograph- biographical films. Um, have you watched Jobs? Mm, oh, like the Steve Jobs movie? Yeah, I have not yeah. yet. Oh, yeah, you should. No, it's a good one. Um, Jobs is a really good movie. I think they, they made another one for, they made another biopic about him as well. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was called, but I think it might have been Apple or something. Mm. Yeah, but Jobs. Jobs is a good movie. Explains his life really well. And I remember that one time I said that Steve Jobs was a little bit of a B-word. Yeah, he was. Oh, I'll have to watch it. I Honestly, I think that's the first movie that you recommended. I'm like, you know what? I should watch that. So I'm not watching Karate Kid now. I don't think I'm going to hold up. Karate Kid's a good movie, dude. I'll I'll watch Jobs, you know? Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. Um, My movie I'm recommending is Kicking and Screaming. um, Will Ferrell's the main character. Oh, okay. um, Comedy then? Yeah, it is. And so I was at the cottage with Marvin and Matt in West Hawk Mm. and... Uh, they had never seen it, and like I've seen it at least seven times. Like it's one of those kids' movies uh, that still holds up for me, and I always watch and laugh at. Right. Um, and yeah, the first ten minutes, they didn't realize that I was like rated PG because oh. you think of Will Ferrell, you think right, you think of fourteen eight, like you think right of that type of comedy, like all Step Brothers, yep. old yep. school, all these movies. Um, so I had to explain to him, it's kind of like Elf, actually. Like, it's like his, it's another version of Elf uh, where he's doing a kid's movie. And uh, they just weren't prepared for it. And But they really liked it. And yeah. um, it's 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 different to see Will Ferrell in that type of role where, he, where he's not doing, you know, adult comedy. He's doing children's comedy. And okay. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, Interesting. It was one of the first movies that I ever rented from Blockbuster as, as a kid. And, uh, yeah, it's held up. I love it. Didn't Blockbuster die? Yeah, how, yeah, like a long time ago. Yeah, well, I'm not North American, so. Well, that's true. I guess, yeah. what, did you have video renting services in Africa? They did, but that was before my time. Um, so it died before you even? No, not really before I even, like, it was more so, like, digital movies and all that that I watched growing up. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, like they're on demand, like, on the TV? Like, yeah, Netflix-type things. I see. Like, Interesting. Streaming. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Never rented a movie. All right, so we're on to the last segment, picky either segment. All right, and you have something for me. I do have something for you. I forgot to re- to write up the contract, but mm-hmm. I'll have that for next time. So, like, what I want to know what exotic foods you eat because you eat sushi, right? Yep, like, you have sushi. I what, think that's probably what kind the only of sushi. One. That's probably the oh, only one. California rolls <laughs> and rainbow rolls, just Fair those enough. two. I had all you can eat sushi just the other day. It was oh, where is that delicious? Uh, IGI. I'll look it up. Uh, is it where is it on Pemina? Right on Pemina, yeah. It's okay. like a walking distance from my place. Uh, you really want to go for lunch there? If we have time? No, you have class. Damn. I do have class, yeah. No, that's unfortunate. <sighs> next time. <laughs> next time, next time. I'd love making plans uh, during the podcast. Um, I don't even know what to what to ask. Would you eat quinoa? The, no. No, the thing you had for me is the co- yeah, the contract. Explain the contract. Oh, the contract. The contract is basically what it basically is going to say is. Uh, Brendan's going to eat a blueberry at a predetermined point in the future. I will eat a blueberry on the podcast while also being recorded. 
and you uh, will react live to it, and then you will tell us how much you hate it, right? Because you probably like gonna it. hate you it. You never know, mm. but you never know. But the reason why I will do it, I agreed to do it because mm-hmm. I want you know to actually partake in the segment. I just want to do it on a special <laughs> episode, uh, whatever <laughs> that is. Maybe is this episode eight? Uh, this is episode eight. No, it's yeah. nine. It's nine. It's That's lecture nine. nine. It's actually it's lecture actually uh, okay. episode ten. But yeah, lecture nine. Okay. Um. Right. So whatever, maybe episode twenty-five, maybe episode or lecture 25? twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. Or sixty-nine. I think that was that's that was that's like that's why I originally said. Yeah. Um, but that would uh, assume that we're <laughs> here for another year, and that's, that's not guaranteed children. or even known if we want to come back for a second year. Anyways, um, what's the right, food you quinoa. have? Uh, no, I wouldn't eat quinoa. You wouldn't eat, have you no. tried quinoa? I feel like I have. Oh, I yeah. think I've had one quinoa, one single You've quinoa. You've had one quinoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing I wouldn't eat is sauerkraut. Um, uh, when really? I was out at West Talk, we went to a restaurant and I had a hot dog and my yeah. friend Marvin had a Reuben mm-hmm. and I was really still hungry after the hot dog and he was kind of full. So he's like, you can have the rest of my sandwich. I took mm-hmm. him like, wait, what the hell is this on it? He's like, that's sauerkraut. I'm like, Ugh, get away from me! Oh my goodness, have you had it before? No, but I do have a I do have a reason for why I haven't tried it. When I worked at Costco, right. um, someone we sold huge jars of them, like at mm-hmm. least like I think it was like a four kilogram jar of sauerkraut. I just got one. Dropped, when I was smashed. Yeah, and I was the one that had to clean up, and it was the smell was just nauseating, That's and you could fair. smell it for aisles, and yeah. I had to clean up all of it. It just it just mm. looked like this paper mache mess, and the oils were everywhere. I just I just couldn't do it. Yeah, you know what? That's that's a fair. That's a fair place to be at but it's really good for yeah. your gut well it also looks like coleslaw and i would never eat coleslaw, eat coleslaw? same thing just looks very very nasty like carrots in there and a bit of mayonnaise i love no. mayonnaise but like i don't know man i don't think i could eat wow. i don't eat, think i could eat coleslaw Jeez. but anyways we are now at the end of our segments we're gonna have leandra the services manager on uh she'll quickly be able to tell you you know a little bit about herself, her journey through Amsu, while also giving you the insight on what the service center does and what it's looking like with COVID going on. So, yeah, we'll see you in a second. Good stuff. I swear I've seen a lot of stuff in my life, but that was awesome. All right, and we're back with Leandra, the service manager for Amsu. How are you today? Hi, guys. I'm doing all right down here. Good to hear. So we want to get a little more up close and personal with you and uh, hear about kind of your life experience with Amsu and how you got into the position you're in right now. Uh, well, I've been with Amsu for almost 13 years. And when I first started off here, I was the assistant retail business manager. So I dealt with GPAs, IQs, uh, the former archives used bookstore and the former answers, which is now the Amsu service center. And uh, so spent many years doing all that. And then a couple of years ago, I transitioned to the position of Amsu Service Center Manager, um, dealing with all the health and dental and the UPASS and, and student clubs and yeah. Everything. Yeah. So that's kind of leads me into my next question, which is, yeah, what is the service center most known for, would you say? What do kids mostly come to the service center for? I think mostly they come to the service center for UPASS and health and dental questions. Mm. However, we are the information center, so they will come for um, information on the registrar's office. We even help them. We've helped students uh, access their uh, UM net IDs and stuff like that. We've helped them. um, We've even helped people register for classes. 
Wow. We have a, we're really fortunate right now. We have uh, our assistant manager, Marvik, uh, used to work with U1. So he's quite knowledgeable on how to help, especially the first-year students, navigate um, how to register, how to claim things, um, little tricks of the trade, I guess. Yeah, we're in that prime location for and kind of just a friendly location, if anything, for students to come up and ask questions, you know, they're wide-eyed uh, being on campus, and they need that information. So That's right. You know what? They even come, where can I get something to eat? Where can I, you know, we, we try to find the answers um, that they come to. Right. To and that's why we used to be called Answers. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and uh, we also have a location on Bannantyne, um, that I believe that is closed right now, correct? Yes, we're closed right now. Uh, what kind of things, uh, I know I don't think you personally uh, are there much, but what kind of things are Bantine students usually asking at that answers when it has been open? It's a lot of the same questions that we get here. Um, however, because we are located there much in, like, we're right in the atrium, so um, we typically get a lot of questions about the hospital, um, anything we're we're they look at us we're the information booth and they think we know everything about everything and and we do typically especially if we get the question over and over again we will seek out that answer just to help people out yes nice and uh with covid now going on what kind of numbers are you seeing at the service center like how many kids are coming have you been seeing um we've had i think a little bit of traffic here we've been doing probably maybe about a 50 to 100 students a day, Um, you know, just even purchasing Pego products, having their cards. Lots of times there's uh, issues with cards um, from Winnipeg Transit. So um, we help them get a new card, get their balances transferred from one card to another. Um, We have tons of phone calls, tons of emails. So we're trying to get, we try to get to everybody quite efficiently right so with being in that service center you obviously see all the kids coming in for books and whatnot has uh we had the first week of school now two weeks ago has this past week kind of dropped off in the number of students that have been coming to the university center they have dropped off yeah i feel like you know people are settling in and getting used to uh being online and the the other thing is is that we're probably the only office that's open right now. <laughs> Most everybody else is online. So as soon as they see us, they're pretty happy to see someone. Mm-hmm. Nice. If they do make it to campus, they're like, oh, we can actually talk to someone. Okay, great. So That's good yeah. to hear. Yeah. Uh, Tino, did you have any questions for Leandra? I know she was kind of a last second guest because we didn't have anyone. So I just went downstairs and asked her to come <laughs> on. Uh, I can't immediately think of something. I, I'll be sure to pop in if, if something comes sure. up. Sure. Leandra, what's your favorite part about working at the AMSU Service Center? Um, wow. There's, you know, it's just interesting every day, the people that come in, uh, the students that come in, they're from, you know, so far and wide, and, and they all have their own little problems or their own little Um, You know, sometimes it's just a new student who's just arrived here and they just really need help in other things, you know, like banking or or where can I get a a jacket even because some of them don't even understand, you know, they're they're not realizing how cold it's going to get and things like that. Um, But, you know, I mean, working with the students every day, it's, it's every day is new. 
So, Leandra, what's been the craziest or silliest question or request that someone has come to the service center with? Um, so people typically think that we have all the answers because we used to be <laughs> called answers. Um, and so the question I've gotten is, uh, what's the meaning of life? Wow. They just expect you to have that answer just because you're called answers? They, they do. Maybe that's... because I'm old, too. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> that's not. That wasn't very kind of them. <laughs> well, that's actually all the questions we kind of had. Uh, again, we, we just kind of off the on the spot asked you to come on. And we thank you for that. So thank you for answering that call and coming on. No problem, guys. My pleasure. All right. We'll see you soon, Leandra. Thanks. Okay. You take care. No. You threw off my groove. And we're back. Thank you so much to Leandra for coming on. Um, so I thought it was kind of unprofessional. Like, it was literally just, we came in the studio, I said I didn't have a guest, and Jared recommended just getting someone, one of the business managers. So I thought, yeah, I love Leandra. We'll get her on quickly. Yeah. Um, last week's song of the week, If you we didn't, sh- we didn't say what it was. I Maybe hope not. that you guys just know it was Sicko Mode uh, because oh, the right. episode was called Travi Patty. We're talking about the Travis Scott burger. Uh, I actually don't, that's like the only song I like by him. Like 90210 is also a good song by him, but like honestly, like yeah, I don't really listen to Travis Scott. Not at all, neither do I. Yeah. Um, okay, Tina, I got to be personal with you quick. Um, okay. My girlfriend found out I was cheating on her after she found all the letters I was hiding. Okay. She got mad and said that she's never playing Scrabble with me again. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Did I have you for a second? Oh, yeah, probably not because yeah, you yeah, know I don't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, oh, thank you so much for listening. The song of the week this week uh, is Circles by Post Malone. We said earlier in the episode that it would be a Post Malone song. Yep. And what I like about Post Malone is that he has sad boy hour songs <laughs> and he also has like hype songs. Like his hype songs, um, White Iverson, Candy Paint. And congratulations. I hope everyone in their life has listened to congratulations like after they're succeeded in something. I know sure. when I became senior stick when the results were released, just blast them. I've been getting hyped man. up. Um, but yeah, I also, I, I personally like his Sad Boy Hour songs <laughs> more. Uh, I love Fall Apart, Rich and Sad, and actually Stay by him's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Just gets me in the feels. Driving home late at night, just listening. <laughs> I'm not even like a sad, but like I just like feeling like in the Sad Boy Hours, even when I'm not sad. Nice. But yeah, Circles is the song of the week. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Don't forget to spread good vibes. Good vibes only. Peace.